You're listening to Bravo Should Be Fun with Liz, Alex, and Micah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bravo Should Be Fun. I am one of your hosts, Micah, and I am here with Liz and Alex, and we are here to talk in our weekly group chat about all things Bravo. How's it going, you guys? Good. So excited. I'm just overwhelmed with Bravo. We're blessed with Bravo content all through the week. So we're splitting this episode up because there's way too many shows to cover and the amount of time that anybody would want to listen to. So Alex, how's it going? How was your week? It's been good. It was I can barely remember it. It was a lot and fast. <laughs> how, is the, how was your week? That doesn't sound suspicious or, you know, <laughs> freaking insane. It's been good, but it's insane. It's like, you know, it's the holidays. I'm volunteering at my daughter's school and going here, there and everywhere. And we're leaving Sunday for our trip. And it's just, it's been a little crazy. Yeah. So jealous. It's been a little crazy. I want to be in Aruba with the big lizards. I have told you to come multiple times, but that's okay. <laughs> Next time. Yes, Next you time. Have. <laughs> but speaking of like, I really like this week. I think this is one of my favorite oh, episodes yeah. I've seen in a really long time. I love your transition. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Points for that. This isn't my favorite episode because the dinner party, like nothing will top those two episodes so far. But it's definitely number three, I feel like. We'll get into why I love it so much. I mean, I'm sure you guys do too. Alex, what do you think? I'm just obsessed with the last three episodes. I could watch those on repeat. They've been top tier. And people were worried that Beverly Hills wasn't going to be good this year because of the whole, you know, people thought that the Kyle and Mauricio situation was spoiled, but it really isn't at all. Still even now. Yeah, it's so different to watch it unfolding. You know, not mm-hmm. in real time, but to yeah. see like what happened or kind of what was going on. Right. Like, I mean, they start off the episode with her kind of debriefing Mauricio on the dinner party, right? Which was so awkward. It was so awkward. And he's like, You said to to fuck off, right? She's like, No. <laughs> I mean they, like they're talking and then he backs her up, which I appreciated, but that kiss. Yeah. The kiss and the reaction. But did you also Notice the music was like horror movie music as she was like doing her recap. It was wild. I was like honestly terrified of this music that they were playing. I didn't even notice the music. I was so busy like trying to, you know. It made such an impression. I know uh, reading the, you're trying to read the yeah, body language. Yeah, I was language, like dissecting the behavior. Your awkward kiss. I literally had to rewind it to make sure that the episode started where the episode started. Cause that Me was, too. It was so abrupt that I was like, what the hell just happened here? Yeah, they just picked up yeah. mid-conversation. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not alone. I literally rewound it. Yeah, I did too. And then they ended the conversation with them kissing awkwardly and her like kind of pulling away and him being like, I can kiss you however I want. It's just so gross. Who says there? Don't kiss me like that. Like, like what? Yeah. I don't, I didn't get that. And she, that she just meant to say, don't kiss me ever. Right. I guess. Yeah. I think that, yeah, ever, ever again. Never again. (laughs) She doesn't even like his breathing at this point. Oh, I'm sure. If he doesn't mouth breathe, I'm sure she thinks he does, because that's the (laughs) most annoying thing that spouses, like, accuse each other of doing. I may or may not be guilty of that. Like, not the mouth breathing, but (laughs) the snapping over it and being like, why do you breathe so loud? (laughs) Snoring was always a big... uh, contentious issue yeah that they can't help they can't help the snoring but i know but you can get another room right yeah <laughs> yes that's Take the couch funny. that's not my fault <laughs> yeah i know true then they do this little brief scene with sutton um you know setting up her little store which we need to go to i really want to go to la and visit her store i want to see that place so badly wait can i just pause for a second just to say i really enjoyed the um producers or the editors of the show right after that kiss and her kind of walking away as sutton's voiceover i think you're in denial right now about something (laughs) oh yeah 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 no good on the producers they're on their a game these are the top tier editors and producers you know on beverly hill that's right they've got the best of hollywood they need emmys yeah they do absolutely yeah they're nominated right 
the Emmy nominated. Yeah, Beverly Hills should be Emmy nominated. That's like so great. I love that. And Miami too. Miami's production is phenomenal too. They are. They have a lot of cool effects in their like cinematography. Yeah, they just make it look like a movie. But yeah, Sutton's store is so dope. I loved Avi bossing her around for once. I love that man. The funniest part was Sutton was like, oh, I'm not on Octavia or Olympia. Like she was- Everybody's on Olympic. So we don't need food yeah, at our party. Yeah. No, but she she combined Activia, which is that like Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. yogurt and Ozempic. Oh, Activia. The probiotic well, yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> there's also a, a popular diet called Optivia. Oh, a popular diet? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's, I'm I'm good. I don't. It's They want to sell you stuff and it basically it's like don't eat carbs. and. Oh, got it. Yeah. It's the yeah. newest version of Atkins. It, like, I don't know. I'm not about that diet life, y'all. But anyway, Octavia and Activia. So Oct- we had Octavia and Olympic. Yep. <laughs> and then she was sudden just explaining about how this alcoholic accusation that Dorit and Kyle, I mean, I guess it's Kyle really who's making that accusation, how that could really fuck up her custody situation because her ex-husband is moving to London and trying to take their younger son, who we've never even met, I don't think, right? Yeah, they probably have like some type of agreement that they can't. Yeah, I think we've only met her daughter because she's probably like older than 21 or 18. Yeah. Which, you know what? Good, good for them. That's I think that's good. I don't know that, you know, their son necessarily needs to be on TV. But yeah, I don't think that like someone just throwing out, oh, you put vodka in your coffee is going to like mess with her custody. But I can understand why she would be nervous. No. So. Yeah, because I think some really cutthroat lawyers would do that. Pull, you know, footage from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know. I mean, I want them to do that with Erica, so... Pull footage of, like, all of her frivolous spending and... I I don't give a shit about anybody Um, but me. They definitely hire people to do that. I know for a fact, like, they hire people to go through their transcripts and watch the show, and I'm like, I volunteer. Like, I will do this job. That would be incredible. (laughs) I'm more than happy to transcribe everything on all the shows. (laughs) This next situation with Kyle and her life coach, who's basically her therapist, I guess. Um, one thing I do love about Kyle, like she's had a rough season and her behavior has definitely made me not, she's not my favorite this season because she's just so cringe and defensive. But the fact that she has so many dogs makes me love her. You know what, though? To counter that, though, she dresses terrible. <laughs> Spend less time on your dogs and get yourself a stylist. Just saying. I mean, her dogs are not very well trained, so I don't think she's spending that much time on her dog. Well, the one can open the door with his paw. I know. Yeah, with his paws. (laughs) Uh, That's just impressive. But she still needs a stylist. She does. She's morphing into Kathy a little. You think so? I don't see. I don't know. She's just getting stockier. I don't know. Maybe it's the blazers. Yeah. She definitely could elevate her like blazer game. Well, she's so pretty. Like I just noticed throughout the season, it's just very like blah. Lady, you're in Beverly Hills. Come on now. (laughs) I just felt for her in this scene with her talking about her friend committing suicide. Do you guys know any details on that? Like, I ha- I didn't know about this. No. I didn't know about it I either. It. I mean, I just knew it was her friend Laureen, who they show us was on an earlier season, but I don't remember her at all. It looked like it was maybe, like, you know, four or five seasons ago. Right. The pictures of them as children, you know, that's so sad. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that could be a reason for, you know, if Mo wasn't supporting her and, like, you know going through such a painful time and if he was you know out jet setting trying to get his company you know in more cities you know i think that could definitely be a reason for her being so resentful of him that we've seen right and mauricio also i don't know if men are as in touch with their emotions and know how to support somebody grieving i mean oh yeah most guys just like want to fix all of your problems they don't really want to like do the girl thing and dissect Mm -hmm. them and they're they want to fix it and that is so frustrating <laughs> because well and that's not a problem that can be fixed obviously like when someone's gone yeah 
especially I think she's left with no answers because she said it was so unexpected and like this girl, this woman was so had it so together. So sad. So so sad. I can see why she doesn't want to drink now too. Like going through that and processing everything, it's good she's not drinking, yeah. but it's she's being judgy. Too I know. About I it. know. Like, hasn't she learned from, like, calling out Kim the very first season? You know, calling out Kim as an alcoholic on the limousine, in the limousine? Right. Like, you know, these are not the ways that you, you know, accusing people of being alcoholics is not really an effective way to help someone if that's what you're trying to yeah. do. Publicly out Yeah, them. usually publicly humiliating someone for their potential addiction is not the way to go. But, you, you know, whatever. No. <laughs> right. Kyle's way. Kyle's way. <laughs> Kyle's way. I, yeah. Yeah. And then she was saying, like, she doesn't feel like she doesn't really go into more details about the marriage, but she just felt like she was saying more to the therapist that she just doesn't feel like her marriage was a support. Right. Yeah. And then in her confessional, uh, like her little one on, you know, just her, she was saying she doesn't feel like she had her marriage to yeah. to fall back yeah. on to feel secure. Right. She's kind of spiraling. But we don't hear like, yeah. doesn't go more into that. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see more. Then it cut over to Garcelle with her son. <laughs> and like, I know. I, I skipped writing about that because I was like, another scene with Garcelle and her sons. <laughs> like, come on. Like, we know she has a more interesting life. Well, yeah, for sure. But that kid's the fun one. Like, honestly, I mean, there's not a lot to say, but he and his little girlfriend are just precious. Their little 15 year old relationship. And like, I know, ordering filet mignon. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> that was cute. She knows how to get to a mama's heart. Right. I'm just like, show Garcelle dating. Like, show Garcelle dating. Thank you. Go see Sutton's matchmaker. Yeah. Get a discount then, right? Right. Go see the over-enthusiastic matchmaker. Oh, yeah. She's wild. So different from Patty Stanger. Did you guys ever watch that show? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. She was crazy. And never, not, she never like did any successful matches, I don't think. It was always like these gross millionaires and, you know, the strip club girls that were trying to get a millionaire. One of those girls is on TLC now. Oh, of course. And she looks like the guy from Saw, you know, the, <laughs> like, the, the character with like God. the big puffy face. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it looks just. She looks just. Oh like wait, him. is it because of the cheek implants? She's. Uh, she. It it's, must be. It's a mess. Yeah. Do we a- know this person's name? Uh Shekinah. Of course, of course, her name. Okay. When she, she's gone to Turkey and had a bunch of plastic surgeries, so now she's with a guy there. Oh God. So, but no, it's like that. No, that show. She was on there looking for a man too. Oh man, no good. Well, she's got a man, and her saw face is hopefully happy. <laughs> Right. Well, she gives us all night terrors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So Anne Marie's husband, she admits that her husband tells her she's an 8.5 out of 10 in everything that she does. Like, this man, I already hate him for telling her that. And she's like willfully bragging about it. I so knew everybody was going to react that way. But as per usual, I want to play devil's advocate. Do That's it. That's what I do. do. It, <laughs> Honestly, to me, it was saying... He doesn't love her just because she's like a perfect 10 in looks Mm -hmm. or she's not perfect mother or whatever, but like she's really great at everything instead of just being like perfect in one thing and trying to like focus on that. Okay, sure. But she should be able to rate him and his skills and his looks on a scale from one to 10. Mm -hmm. Like fair is fair. Well, then maybe she does. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she should have included that part of the conversation because this just looks like, you know, she just lets him call the shots and tell her what she is. That was the part that read so misogynistic to me. Oh, no. The the whole what rating are you has got to stop. It is so stupid. But anyway, that's a whole. I could talk for an hour and a half on a different podcast about that. So I won't even get into it. But (laughs) I agree. The rating system is very stupid. But I don't necessarily think the 8.5 and all levels was necessarily as like bad. I just think grades like we're we're not in school anymore. I don't want to grade anymore. (laughs) He could have worded that so much better, right? Like so much better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, leave it to a guy, ex football player, to you know, yeah, exactly, give her a compliment. We're not blaming this on a head injury either. (laughs) 
I'm not going to allow that as an excuse. <laughs> she's going to give him a head injury if he keeps it up. I don't know that she will. She seems like she's pretty <laughs> subservient. She's got those guns of arms. Yeah, it's true. What did you guys think about Erica's FaceTime to her mom? It was like, you know, a nothing scene, but also I did kind of love right. her mom trying to call dibs on the her preferred hairstylist. Oh, her mom's trying to scratch and claw everything she can get out of Erica. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Erica has left. Uh, solid point. Yep. The fact that she was like, oh, I thought I didn't have to do dishes like that two weekend, two weeks ago. Oh, God. Yes. I Like her mom didn't think she had to do anything when she was staying with Erica. Don't they have a dishwasher too? Like how hard is it to put it in the damn dishwasher? They said that she had two dishwashers. And this woman could not do it? I don't know. I guess Tom Girardi was doing the dishes when they lived in their their <laughs> Bel Air home or wherever they lived. Probably found some orphan to do labor for him for free and do the dishes. Okay, so the store opened, or no, this was the four-year anniversary, I believe. It was some random year. I thought it was five, yeah. but I think it was actually four. It was four, yeah. Did you guys see Megan King Edmonds, or formerly? No. She was, like, right in the sight line when Sutton was making her speech. Go back and watch. Oh, that speech. They didn't even give her, like, a tag yeah. or anything. Like, they didn't show her name. She lives in St. Louis now. Like, she's from St. Louis. She's back here now after divorcing Jim Edmonds. Do you ever see her? No, I haven't, but that would be fun, Thank too. God. Apparently, she was trying to start um, Salt Lake, or not Salt Lake, uh, St. Louis Housewives. Like, she was pitching a show to Bravo. Like, they would never pick that up. St. Louis is not interesting enough. I don't know. Maybe Sandoval's mom could be on there, and then that's another level. Like, I would level. totally watch that. I mean, she was a good housewife, honestly. I mean, she was a little, like, full of BS at times, but she was, like, she, you know, she outed Brooks on his cancer. That that was great. Grade A woman. I know. Grade A. Yeah. And apparently Meredith Marks was at the party, too, but I didn't see a shot of her. Other people did, though. Why did they do that to us? I know. We... I mean, I guess we do have a lot of her this week. Give but. us like a one line saying hello. That's all we need. That's all. I love a crossover. And you can leave. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> and then you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nailed it. Okay. We do need to give a shout out to Avi for telling the guy to take off his sunglasses and he's not a celebrity. He was He's like cracking the whip. He doesn't take any prisoners. He's so great. I'm in love with him. I want to hang out with him. And Kim going over to Sutton like when they first got there, I was just like, she has the weirdest like frantic energy. It's so bizarre. Um, I said the same thing. I couldn't think of the word though at the time. Like, what is it like? Like frenetic, frantic. Yeah, I was thinking frenetic yeah. and then I wasn't sure if that was a word that I actually knew the definition of. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad you said it because I wasn't going to. Frenetic. Let's talk about the outfits though. Do you guys remember them? I'm sorry, but Sutton in that vinyl cat dress. Was it vinyl? It looked like patent leather or something. Like it was shiny. Oh, I was thinking shiny it was like leather. a crushed velvet. It's not my favorite. She has better outfits. I gave it a check mark. It, the cats creep me out. They're like weird looking cats. You looked at the cats that hard? Who cares? Yeah. They're just <laughs> on a dress. <laughs> They're just cats. <laughs> <laughs> they were on her boobs. I know. They're yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a cool concept, but it would be cool as just a pattern of some type, not like two cats facing each other. I don't know. It was my favorite. I loved it. I loved it. That was like my favorite part is that they're like facing each other and it's like she but she's small busted. So it's like she can pull it off. And it was sort of like a fuck you to them saying, oh, you can't wear your cat sweater. That's man repellent. You know, <laughs> I think that's why I like that, too, because I was just like, yeah, prove your point. Wear wear something different with it. <laughs> I like Dorit's tweed or it was um like a Chanel inspired tweed. Carl Lagerfeld. It probably was, you know. Now lock knockoff. That it was like the houndstooth jacket, and I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wasn't feeling the statement necklace. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. No, it was there were too many, like one too many chains. I think. Yeah, it just kind of looked a little bit cheap, and like she was rocking the American Girl doll Samantha hair bow again. Oh yeah, which I appreciate. I'm so glad that's like what you think of now. <laughs> Always. Her outfit reminded me of that one. I think it was in Rome where she looked like the <laughs> Chanel Paul Blart mall cop. It just was giving me that vibe. They're creating <laughs> images I never thought I would think of in my mind. <laughs> I can't think of the other outfits. What was? Crystals. I loved. She looked so chic. 
Yeah. Crystal's was all white with a jacket. So chic. So chic, those wind chimes. Erica wore a sparkle dress. No thanks. Um. Oh, yeah, that black thing. The black number. Didn't like it. Kyle, again, looked ridiculous in some hideous, like, trench coat. Morgan Wade is styling her at this point. She is going very masculine, I feel like. Thank you. Or it's, it's like her her muscles have really become very apparent now with her working out. So she just comes off a lot more masculine now. You know who looked super cute was Kim Richards. She looked adorable. She did. She was like all black with the rhinestones on the blazer. And yeah, yeah. her hair was like on point. She looks so cute. I'm just a huge Kim stan. So they, even if I hate her outfit, I'm still going to be like, but I love it deep down. I am so indifferent towards her. But I did. I I liked her this episode. Did you catch? I mean, I love what she said. But oh yeah, like oh, I'm an artist too. That that was where I was like, oh my god, Kim, you've like gone off the rails. Yeah, she just like was a little too um hyper and twitchy and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, like too kooky, too like wide eyed. It was like it's when you can be kooky, but when you have like this wide eyed look, you're gonna get people accusing you of things. Well, and then they're like, oh, you are. She's like, ha ha ha. No, that's awkward, <laughs> yeah. y'all. Sorry, but that was so weird. I felt like she wanted them to ask her about it. So that's why she said it like that. And then it was like, no one cared to ask. <laughs> it's the second time it's been brought up in two weeks. So like, why? What's the motive here? Maybe she's going to have an art show. Oh, Maybe. that's totally where this is going. Like she's turning this into some type of career. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did really love Crystal's all-white outfit. I liked, I mean, yeah, Kyle just looks really masculine. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and I I didn't like the shirt with the necklace with everything. Right, right. It just looks very, like, almost Lisa Vanderpumpy. I mean, I do love a leather blazer, but... Yeah, Garcelle's was pretty. I don't mind. Garcelle's is cool. Like, the Dolce Gambana, like, I guess it's a pantsuit. Like a set, yeah. Very yeah. cute. Anne-Marie, all I see is pink. I'm not her biggest fan, but I did like her outfit. Yeah. I'm I'm liking Kim, too. Later, her and Kyle, they're, like, basically in the same color, just switched. It's like yeah. they're both yeah. black and hot pink. It looked like a bachelorette party when they were sitting next <laughs> to each other. Oh, my God. Did you guys like uh, Sutton's passive-aggressive speech about labels and now oh, she likes yeah. labels? Sutton's so great. She, that was so dumb. Okay, no, I don't actually like the boots that Dorit was wearing. They're, like, sparkly, and she's wearing, and they're, like, not tight-fitted at all. Her look is a mess, kind of, actually, now that I'm looking at it. I know. I didn't like it. Kind of a mess. It's too many sparkles. She needs to take one thing off, like Coco Chanel says. I feel like she either looks incredible or, like, ridiculous mm -hmm. yeah you know, there's really yeah. no in between it's better than you know when everyone like you know when kim kardashian was wearing all of you know that balenciaga look that was like full pant boots like boots you know that velvet yeah. those like pink body suits she's yeah. at least past this that era of like trying to copy basically everything kim kardashian wears i think so yeah down to the hair too she's looking a little more sophisticated to read no She's been struggling. <laughs> there are some looks where she looks a little more sophisticated than she does in the past. Right. Normally she's like on point and so like put together yeah. and looks great. And once in a while looks a little crazy. And right now I just don't feel like even if you're going for something like high fashion and it's something that like maybe you don't necessarily like but can appreciate. Mm -hmm. I yeah. feel that with Dorit sometimes. But right yeah. now I just don't. Like that satin yeah. look with the corset and the bolero, like we talked about last week, is just yeah. so atrocious. Like yeah, of all not. of all looks you pick, is that your confessional look? It's sad. Who knew we'd be talking about boleros so much? I you know. know. <laughs> I haven't heard that in like years, at least ten years. Yeah, I know. That was yeah, that was big when we were like in junior high. Like you have to, you get a dress. You know, if you don't want to show your arms, you have a little bolero. Right. Or they got modest. They got casual. They're trying to identify this ring from Tiffany. She's like, apparently they're all obsessed about Kyle's rings now. So Garcelle's like, she's wearing this Tiffany ring. The Tiffany, hold on now. The <laughs> Tiffany T-True. T-True, that was it. 
I loved how they talk about Kyle. No, obviously, I don't have one. If I had one, I'd <laughs> shove it in all of your faces. And make hey, you you're bougie. <laughs> you fight. <laughs> I am bougie. I'm not bougie enough yet. I'm not on that <laughs> level. But I'm I'm working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Yep. Alex just oh, pulled yeah. up the Tiffany yes, tea all tees. Oh, see, that's I mean, a better cute, picture I than guess. I, I mean, it's like, okay, but. Okay, yeah, I'm not crazy about it. I like those like love rings way better, like Cartier, like that. That it's like oh, a nail. God, yeah, I love those way better. Mm-hmm. But I mean this this fits in a country star's budget, so I feel like it's her <laughs> and Morgan. But is it from Morgan? <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe they're like rising country star. Yeah, they didn't say. But I did love how Kyle was like, "What are they going to investigate this ring now?" And then yeah. it immediately cuts to Sutton talking about. The, my investigation shows that this is the yeah. Tiffany T true ring. Like she's got her reading glasses on. I know. And has like notes written about this ring. It should have gone one step further where Sutton finds out where she got it from, calls up there and asks her the security footage to see who she was with when she bought it. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, if Megan King Edmonds was on this show, she might be doing that. It's, someone you know? needs to do this. I yeah, just wanna, no. <laughs> but what if that's why Megan King Edmonds was there? <laughs> oh my dun, god, dun, she's dun, 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 dun. We figured it out, y'all. Okay. Yeah, you're right. We're on to you, Megan. We're on the case. <laughs> so Kyle is just so deflecting. Like she is trying to play the victim of like, oh my god, why are they trying to figure out my rings? Yeah. It's just, ugh, I, I'm annoyed by it. I'm kind of over it. Yeah. And then, you know, they just kind of go back and forth. You said this about my drinking and you mm-hmm. are saying maybe I was cheated on and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. And then they kind of apologize and kiss and make up. Yeah. Um, that's great. Yeah. And then the whole Sutton confronting Dorit about the crystal saying she had a drinking problem. Then mm-hmm. they, you know, that's a whole long scene. Kind of uninteresting. There were so many great like lines in this episode. And one of my favorites was Crystal saying, you hear about it, you fear it, you wish it never happens to you. But tonight they cut that really well. Like she had good confessional lines. Yeah, that was pretty funny. She's good with the one liners. I'll give her that. He is, yeah, yeah. That makes a good housewife when they have good, when they can read someone to filth and when they have good one-liners. And when they take entire trays of the hors d'oeuvres from- I know, I love that. I love that. I loved that because those did look good. The esophagus issue, I think, is so stupid. Um. Yeah, I, I'm telling you guys, I know for Anne-Marie to be a nurse anesthetist and be like, that's not a thing. Girl, look at at least Google it before you say that, because literally yeah. my friend who had to have that surgery to get their really? a stretched. Sutton says that her brother did. Yeah, and she doesn't want to do it. It is totally a thing. Yeah. Like, otherwise, you just choke like you just start choking all the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like there's so many better things to like Sutton really held her own and be like, well, my doctor's said it's okay like shut up you're a nurse a, a, anesthetist not an anesthesiologist I mean, even despite like that it's just mind your own business when did she learn everything there is to know about esophaguses and decide that yeah. she's the authority get out of here right it doesn't HIPAA apply to her like you can't just be saying that stuff to people right exactly mm. i mean i i think that's for like patients not like arguments, right but- <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, you can still get sued from what you say. Well, you don't yeah. know anything. Like, you're a medical professional, too. Like, maybe shut your trap. I just find it mind-boggling. But I did love when Kim uh, intervened and said, you know, I think Sutton needs some help. I brought my markers. Like, that was great. Oh, my that God. I know. <laughs> no, my dog's on gabapentin. And my grandma was, too. My mom takes gabapentin. <laughs> they're both not big drinkers, but they're still on it, you know? Does your dog still drink, even though he takes gabapentin? <laughs> he gave it up a few years ago. I, I'll give Erica props. Her saying that she just needs to give a blowjob to stretch out her esophagus really got oh, me. Oh, God. You knew she was going to do that. I have not laughed so hard in a while. That was just a setup, an easy softball for her. I solved the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> 
especially saying that to Sutton, like the Southern Belle. Her voice is changing this season. Like if you listen to last season to this season, totally different voice. Who, Sutton or Erica? Erica. Maybe it's an Erica robot that's been trained to be nice and like not. I feel like she's trying to put on an act. Well, she is a performer, you guys. Wait, do you think she has a deeper voice or a... I think this is like a sympathy voice. Like, I'm going to pretend to be very even keel and... Oh, yeah, yeah. Southern. No, I, I see what you mean. I mean, she's definitely not like fighting back like a viper the way she was before. Maybe her voice before was just hella aggressive. So we never knew what her real voice was because right. that was the only mode she knew. My aggressive tone got me kicked out of an HOA meeting at my mom's. (laughs) (laughs) Story time. How did you get kicked out of your mother's HOA meeting, Alex? Do tell. I didn't like what they were doing, so I found out legal code to prevent them from doing what they wanted to do. Even though they were going to drop the case, I still wanted everyone to know. So I stood up and I'd made packets for everybody, and I passed it around, and then (laughs) these men who are like my height, which is like 5'5", told me that I was aggressive, combative, and disrespectful. And it was in somebody's house, so they kicked me out. (laughs) Man, I feel like I need to know more details about what this packet contained. They wanted to put motorized dinghies in like a little pond lake that you can't just do it. And so they disrespected my mom, so I came at them with the legal code. Oh, okay. Well, I see. You want mama bear on your mama bear. Yeah. Just to clarify, you bring the law into it and defending your mother and actually bringing materials for your presentation on why you feel the way you feel is aggressive. I even highlighted some of the packet. Oh, that's prepared. You used a highlighter and you got it done. And that's aggressive? No, no. (laughs) I was like, what am I going to do to you guys? Like, I'm not catching a case for anybody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They kicked you out. They're aggressive. Right? They can't handle strong women. (laughs) Exactly. No one can. That's why we need our lives filmed like Bravo. No, I don't want anyone to film me. (laughs) Mine would land me in jail. (laughs) I think I just, I'm not, yeah, I'm boring. My day-to-day is not that interesting. But maybe someday, you never know. But speaking of the strong women, we could segue right into Miami. Yes. Another great episode. Also another one of my favorite episodes, I think, I've seen of any show in a really long time. Oh, that's funny. Wait, I want to hear why. Because I felt like this was kind of a filler episode. I mean, there were good moments, but like scavenger hunts, like, I feel like I don't want to see a scavenger hunt. I love that you guys are two polar opposites on this. I know because I like that. I like it when everyone's like having fun and it's silly, like when they find Kiki's dildo and take Polaroid pictures with it. It's entertaining. I guess I was kind of just wanting I mean, more of the dark stuff for some reason. I want more in They get there. They get there. I know. I know. And that's not even it. That was just like a little bit. Are you guys with me when um, they say, like when anyone on Bravo says, let's play a game? It's almost like that Saw person from TLC is saying, let's play a game. Oh, well, get ready for on Roni Legacy Girls Trip. That's all they do is play like games. (laughs) When are they going to (laughs) learn? It's like you just know, like, darkness and bad is coming. But There are interesting, the Brody Legacy games are pretty interesting, though, because, like, we know these women and they're, like, they're having to, like, look into themselves and, you know, analyze. It's kind of like, is there something you would do over again um, from your season? Yeah. So it's not like stupid game. Okay. There's been so many sex games this week, especially with Potomac. I don't want to know. I know. I don't care if you spit or swallow. Like Karen Huger. I don't want to know anything about her SEX life. Yeah. Because gross. Wait. I don't even want to say the word (laughs) revolving that. <laughs> with Ray or with blue eyes? I gotta go back. Oh, grab a blue eyes. <laughs> I I mean I did kind of laugh when they were talking. I just love how casual Kiki is about any sex talk. Like to, I oh just Oh my god. I just it's like when you spot like something you're just really not supposed to see like out in the wild. I don't even know what I'm trying to <laughs> what am I thinking of? It'd be like seeing a unicorn at Target or something. You just <laughs> so descriptive about the sex. And then everybody's acting like it's normal. That's it. It's it's the descriptive words. 
was like using her hands and like yeah. describing <laughs> the butthole topic they were talking about. They were all just asking each other if they've, you know, been eaten. Their butts been eaten out. <laughs> And yeah, this is, a, this is a very sex positive podcast, but we're not going to be that descriptive with what they talked about. I don't need verbatim out of my mouth. <laughs> no, no, we're not that. We're not that kind of podcast. We are not that kind of podcast. <laughs> I did like how Kiki said, you know, Nicole was thinking it was all like, "Is this like an accident when that happens?" And Kiki yeah, was like no, no. accident. <laughs> Yeah, I love her sex positivity. She should have a podcast first. Just hearing her talk about it, like nothing's going on, like seeing that unicorn at Target, nobody doesn't, nobody looks twice. Like it is right. really unreal. She's so unfazed. They, there was a lot of making up, like a lot of people made up this week, like Nicole and Marisol. I guess I'd forgotten that they kind of had beef together because Marisol's kind of just always, I think she just. Like with the new girls, she's always just sort of like, oh, you don't have the clout that I do. Even though like Marisol is kind of irrelevant. She's just like known for getting in fights with people. And then also her and Adriana making up, which I feel like was way bigger because like they were like barely even wanting to, they wouldn't even like record with each other or film with each other. Right. Yeah. Marisol totally skipped the fuck cancer party. Okay, but I did think the funny thing that was mentioned is like basically this house that they're staying in is because of this Aroma 360 company that Lisa has a new- Oh my God. That is developing a fragrance for. Oh yeah. And the winner of the scavenger hunt got a Aroma 360 diffuser. And Lisa saying that was just so like- I laughed so hard. I know, I was like, oh my God. Okay, great Lisa. Do you think that's a good prize? Like, (laughs) would you want that? That was the funniest thing. I mean, we're talking about like multimillionaires in Miami with the nicest properties and Benzit. They drove up in Rolls Royces, like his and hers Rolls Royce. And like, you were a diffuser. That was great. And then, yeah, at the dinner, basically, they are just, you know, fed up again with Lisa talking about Lenny so much. And she kind of like flips out and she's like, she has such this like scratchy, hoarse voice that Mm -hmm. it was like, it was sad. I mean, I don't like to see her sad, but yeah, I understand the women. Like, do you guys think she talks about Lenny too much or? Yes. Yes. I know. We've been over this. Well, I think that Lisa doesn't, what she doesn't understand is she's going to like look back when this is all said and done and she's over it and moved on. Hope to God that Mm -hmm. happens for her. She's going to look back and think, you know what? The the girls were right because- It feels like so overwhelming in the moment and you just want to talk, you know, but it's not helping, you know, (laughs) you know, it's like not enhancing your life. It's not helping you move on to constantly talk about it. You really have to like, she should try to stop herself from doing that so that she can like Mm -hmm. have fun and not constantly feel negative. I love how Marisol said, you know, this is a good thing she's working in case things don't work out with Jody. Oh yeah, totally. He's paying half her rent, right? I swear that was brought up either I saw it on Reddit where I get all of my information or on a previous episode. That's nuts. Also, I do feel for Lisa, like, I don't think she's close with her family. Like, I think once she got married to Lenny, like, I just don't think she has a lot of family, close family in her life. So I that really accelerating her emotions on this of being like i don't have a family anymore yeah you know? it's so much harder on her because she's got like no support system yeah i mean yeah. listen she's got her friends she has jody but honestly even if you don't like your family that much usually when it hits the fan they're still there and they're not going anywhere mm-hmm. for most people but we've never even met anyone in her family i don't think no she's from canada they can't fly to Miami. <laughs> right. I mean, there's probably some reason why she yeah. left Canada. Well, I think they met in Vegas. I'm pretty sure her and Lenny met in a Vegas club. Oh, yeah, she was a cocktail girl. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot. Yeah. Which, you know, sounds about right. He turned a hoe into a housewife. Good for him. Oh. <laughs> and now he's trying to do it again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> The 2.0. Yeah, that girl, the fiance or whatever the hell the new girl is, she has the longest legs I've ever seen in my life. Could it be just be stretched on Instagram? <laughs> I swear to God, I like zoom in. I'm like, this has to be all Facetune and everything. Like none of this. Yeah. Like it just doesn't look right next to Lenny's unfiltered ugly ass. 
I know. <laughs> in all those photos. <laughs> oh, my God. Who's this, like, Stretch Armstrong supermodel with Shrek? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Right. But I thought it was nice that Marisol, like, kind of broke up everyone kind of piling on when Lisa was getting so upset. I mean, Larsa and Gertie were also getting into it and, like, apologizing to each other. Larsa was apologizing again, but she just clearly doesn't get it. Like, what she did was wrong. She was justifying it still. She, she kills me. She literally said, I'm not going to say what I'm apologizing for because I'm not a child. At, like, girl, are you saying that you never really learned how to apologize? Because that's sort of right. the point. Say, like, I, you know, I'm sorry I was an asshole. Exactly. She's not going to ever get it. What does flowers do? Like, oh, I don't need to say I'm sorry because I sent you some flowers. Like, she's stunted, obviously. Like, she is stunted in many ways. She's just one of those people. She's never wrong, ever. Yeah. Ugh. Well, then why'd she send flowers? I did. Larsa did make me laugh this week. Like, I thought it was pretty funny when... What? They were all talking about Lenny, and she goes, sometimes I'll be dead asleep, and I wake up screaming, Lenny! That was that was that was pretty good. Yeah, that was real funny. And the song Marisol, she brought it too. This is why it was one of my favorite episodes. Like same with Beverly Hills, all the one liners and like the jokes and stuff. They were killing me. They got me good. What was it that Marisol said that cracked you up? The rap song she made about Lenny. Oh, <laughs> Lenny, Lenny, Lenny. He's got a lot of money. And I forget the rest, but it was pretty funny. It doesn't go to monkey. It goes to hoe or something like that. Yeah. But it goes to a hoe. It doesn't go to monkey. (laughs) I didn't get that. She calls Lisa monkey. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. That's mean. Or she said endearingly? I'm assuming. Okay. Monkey. Okay. Okay. That is cute. The next day when they are in those old timey Chevy Bel Airs is hilarious that they broke one of them broke down and then they all have to pile in the one, the one Chevy Bel Air. Like that was a hilarious sight. Yeah, I mean, it pretty much just ended up with like the girls going to play croquet while Lisa and uh, I can't remember who uh, the other two other girls went with her to the Aroma 360 headquarters. Well, we can't forget about Julia calling Marisol out for her video and stalking and how Julia's hanging out with Marisol's ex-boyfriend over in Europe. Like this is next level weird. I don't understand how that could even happen. But yeah, that was shitty. I thought what i thought that was shitty that julia was hanging out with her ex yeah and saying all this stuff like oh he's so traumatized by her and she's absolutely adriana's picture to the the bruja and like like what is with we keep getting these like shrines and voodoo things on like multiple episodes this week too was that the theme of 2023 for some reason like we didn't get the memo voodoo maybe it was like a hobby it was even in um what is it uh project runway it I think was one of the guys on there was voodoo and he was putting like symbols on one of the outfits he was making i swear it was the latest season but i could be wrong people got so bored during covid they're like you know what i'm gonna start casting spells on others <laughs> that's a good idea um yeah and you're not gonna ask the person clearly if marisol did show bad behavior after that breakup it was probably because she was traumatized do i think she was doing voodoo no do i think that guy is probably an asshole yes what do you guys think i don't really care <laughs> gotta be honest <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I, that storyline's not doing it for me. Well, it just made me wonder, has, like, Julia never been through, like, you know, a really bad breakup? Anyway, I don't know. Not I doing it know. for you. We can move along. <laughs> I am more concerned with Lenny claiming that Lisa spends 10K a month on Instagram or Instacart. Buying followers with 10 grand at that point. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And so the episode ends with them like wanting to school her on being financially smart, which they know she's going to like have a hissy fit about. So what is Larsa going to teach her? I know, right? Yeah. Larsa's going to teach her to go into OnlyFans. Is- Susie Orman. No, you didn't. We're just bringing up Susie Orman. Wait, Larsa Orman. Larsa Orman. Yeah. For one, you get a rich guy. Two, you yeah. bleed him for all he's got. <laughs> Two. No, 2A. <laughs> Step 2A, go on OnlyFans and charge a lot of money. Sell pictures of my tootsies. <laughs> my feet pics. Here's a picture of my beautiful feet. I loved when Adriana said that. Oh, yeah. 
and, and Alexia hates feet. We learned that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame her. Shall we move on to Salt Lake Cite? We yes. shall. Bermuda. And it's Monica's birthday. <laughs> she was the queen of the day. Yes. I, that was sad when she was saying that, like, all the girls were setting up, like, a little party for her and, like, decorated table. And she was like, no one's ever done this for me on my birthday. Like, that made me feel sad. Yeah. That was sad. I just, like. I'm really confused as to what, like, her home life looked like with her mom. Like, we know that her mom, like, made her, you know, she went to go stay with family, friends, or relatives, or whatever, for a year while Monica's mom went to New York. But it just sounds like, I don't, we have so few details on Monica. Like, we have some. I think we have so many details, but there's so much more. Yeah, exactly, yes. We'll get there. It's just like one of those Russian nesting dolls that we just need to keep opening and opening and opening (laughs) on her. So what did we do? My notes first say that talking about Heather's daughter's sex life, which, but I know something that happened before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, just their breakfast. And like, I just thought it was weird that Monica wanted um, Lisa to go with her. I did too. Like they were just like at each other's throat the other week. Right. You made up, but, like, why don't you pick someone that you're actually, like, kind of closer to? Yeah. They yeah. They had the whole damn sound bath. I know. They fought the entire time. Monica just finds these weird things to, like, take stances on. Like, oh, you're not a bad Mormon if you won't talk about sex. Or, like, I, we don't care about Heather's daughter's sex life. No, it's such an overreaction. Well, she, because Heather didn't want to discuss hers, which I totally understand. Why would you get so angry about that? Or, like, who's more single? Like, why... What's happening right now? Right? Yeah, I know. I know. Also, like, same with Garcelle. I don't care about her sex life, but I want to see her dating. Like, that, even if they're fake dates, I don't know. Like, that would piss me off still. But, like, we want to see right. something of her of her dating life. It would be nice to see her getting out there. Yeah. Right. Maybe there's just nobody worth showing yet. Yeah, maybe. That was so cool seeing them like on the jet skis going over that shipwreck like i've like been on a boat and seen a shipwreck below me and it's like so i'm like so scared of deep water but that was yeah. like really cool to see because that water is so like crystal clear actually the first time i went to aruba you can take like a catamaran you know cruise out it's like open bar and then like snorkel down and there's like a shipwreck there that was pretty cool but oh damn that was on my first honeymoon <laughs> Ooh. yeah that was the best part <laughs> uh so yeah then monica i guess they're done doing the jet skis um and then monica gets the text and runs off because you know apparently she's not able to see her um family members she got very upset. I don't think I, I know. care that much about people I didn't really know. But yeah, I was shocked that she hadn't seen them in 30 years. Like she talks about like Bermuda being so like so much to do with her heritage. But she hadn't been there in 30 years, I'm assuming. Maybe that's why it was so upsetting because she really wanted it to happen. I don't know. She didn't add any of these people on Facebook before. <laughs> Maybe they are on Facebook. I don't know. I mean, who's to say they're not? There was a lot on Reddit about, like, she released the texts um, showing conversations with, like, I think production has a lot to do with setting these things up. Where, like, I think the family was, like, only hearing from production and not from Monica from what I read. And that was sort of, like, weirding them out, I think, of, like, no, we don't want to, like, just, you know... I mean, I could totally see family being weird about not seeing a... This is, like, her mom's cousins, I'm, I think. Right. Like, that's not a really close relation. I mean, it's still family, obviously, but, like, you you haven't even reached out beforehand to say, like, production's gonna be in contact with you guys mostly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I didn't see any of that, but I haven't really been checking... This week, it's been too chaotic around here. Yeah. Oh, I got you, girl. (laughs) I'm all up on it. I forgot to tell you guys, I played pickleball for the first time the other day. (gasps) Tell us everything. It is the best. I had so much fun. Ross is, like, magically amazing at it, my husband. Um, Oh, nice. Yeah, which is weird. He, like, just unexpectedly is, like, great at things. Like, we went bowling in Brooklyn once, and he was, like, incredible. Like, pro boy. Nice. Yeah. He's, like 
doesn't do stuff for like 30 years since he's a kid. And then, is, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. You guys are Mr. and Mrs. Pickle now. We are. We're the new Mr. and Mrs. Pickle. I need a matching green outfits like now. I think I'm joining a, a league this winter. So I'll, I'll play you. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. I'll be the referee. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be on my team, Alex. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> as long as I'm allowed to play, I will. Fine. Ross is magically amazing. So he's on my team and it's going to be <laughs> awesome. That. Shout out to Heather's bug eye sunglasses. Like, what in the hell were those? Something is going on with their sunglass game in Salt Lake. Yeah. It's like they have a weird sunglass sponsor on Salt Lake City this year. The effect of Angie K. Yeah, Angie K. This is all her fault. It's like the curse of Angie K from her Greek mafia. Maybe she's doing voodoo now too, because that's all the rage. We got the voodoo gla- or, uh, sunglasses on the voodoo doll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I will admit that I really did like Meredith's look for the pirate dinner. She had that cute like turban and then a kind of, it was like a fortune teller look and then a leather skirt. I just yeah. thought it was cute. She looked like super cute. cute. I couldn't take Monica seriously with the beard. I know that ruined it. It like kind of ruined it. Like I, I loved how she got into it, but like she kind of ruined the fashion moment that it could have been salvaged there. I did love Lisa and Angie wearing the matching Versace on the beach while they're talking about that was really uh, funny. Angie being in the mafia. Yeah, they're like so worked up and they're in matching outfits. <laughs> Literally matching each other. Were they? I missed that. I couldn't stop laughing. Her uh Angie's bikini matched Lisa's very, very loud Versace outfit. Oh yeah. It was like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> Like in a fabulous way. They really love to match on Salt Lake. Whitney and Justin. Yeah, they definitely do. Oh my God. I forgot oh, about yeah. that therapy. They wore matching shirts too. So the really annoying part of the dinner that they got to is the fact that Monica brings up this question. Like here's another example of the games that they've been playing. Monica brings up the question of when's the last time you had sex? So Heather didn't answer, and then also Monica didn't answer, and she's the one that posed the question. So I want to know when's the last time she had sex. Like, if you're going to ask it of everyone, you have to answer it. I actually don't want to know. <laughs> no, I don't either. No, I don't want to know. But like, if you're going to ask it of everyone, and everyone else's was so boring. It was like, oh, the day before. I don't think any of their answers were real. I know. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh, Seth left yesterday. So the day before. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I am seeing this Versace twins now. That's amazing. I totally missed that the first time. Were you wearing bug eyed sunglasses or something? I must have been. It was it was blocking my view. It was shielding me. <laughs> so this whole Greek can a Greek person not be successful that was kind of funny I just don't get like she acts like she's marginalized or something like for being yeah, Greek she does. Like, is that a she thing does. yeah like affirmative action for Greek people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so this Greek mafia rumor gets brought up at this dinner and Meredith is like totally denying everything like yeah she's denying that she said anything and Monica's sitting there like what the fuck yeah like, yeah I don't know why Monica doesn't just like I would have blown her up yeah blow that shit up I love how Meredith does this like technicality thing where she's like I never brought that up okay because somebody in your DMs did Right. She says, I never said it. I didn't spread that to anyone because technically right. some mystery person on Instagram sent it to Monica as well. Like, okay, we get it, Meredith. Like, And Lisa getting her cybersecurity team on the case. I want to know what they, like, what they look like. Is this geek squad? Is this somebody in her basement like hacking stuff? Like, oh, what yeah. is Dale? The cybersecurity team is like a guy in a hoodie, like a Mark Zuckerberg type who's all he does is eat Funyuns all day. And he's like <laughs> in her basement, clacking away at the keyboard. It's got to be some like Mormon teen who are like, oh my know. god, I bet this is her son Jack. <laughs> yeah. Jack on Google. <laughs> he like erased the cookies, and she's like, that's that's great cybersecurity. Thanks, I love that. <laughs> Is there anything else on Salt Lake we want to touch on? I feel like we kind of we got it covered. Kind of a fluffy 
episode, but there were some good moments. Yeah, it was just okay for me. Her calling Meredith phony, a phony fucking baloney fraud. <laughs> and then he just said, wet my whistle at dinner. And I like, I couldn't hold it together. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. Wait, Monica said that? Yeah. Wait, no, who's She has some great lines. When they were matching on the, on the beach, she called Meredith a phony baloney fraud. Who says phony baloney? Are we like eight years old right now? Like, what? <laughs> But she throws the fuck word in there. Oh my god, I can't. Okay, we gotta move on because I'm like laughing way too hard at funny fucking baloney fraud. It's reminded me of some other phrase that people say that is like so cringe, and I'm not. I can't remember what it is. Like it's some something similar along to. I guess okie dokie is kind of along the same lines. But it has to end in like artichokey. Oh, yes. Okie dokie artichokey. That's one of them for sure. It's just like kind of a cringe workplace phrase. It's just saying like it screams, I don't read books or have (laughs) thoughts past like this certain age. I mean, phony baloney is vocabulary good enough for, you know, Bravo audience. I don't, Ban, you know, if you ask when Zen Wen over in Potomac, she says several degrees. You know, Meredith went to law school. She's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lisa has her Mormon high schoolers cybersecurity team. <laughs> These women are like top notch. So Monica needs to get with it. Well, let's move on to Potomac in Austin. Let's. Still on a trip. Basically, the end of this shrine argument, I was not aware that there were shrines involved in Catholicism, being an Episcopalian myself, but that was interesting. Yeah, what was she talking about? I googled that, and like, I know that there's like, some of the churches can be like, shrine of whatever. Yeah, yeah. But not like, I don't think it's like, on your your like mantle type shrine, like that's... Right. I don't know. But... I'm Lutheran. I don't know. It's close, but not Catholic, so I can't say for sure. Yeah, I'm not Catholic. I know there's, like, candles involved, so maybe that's what she meant. Anybody saying thunderous god of fire and whatever, like, no. Like, don't come my way. The shrine argument's over, thankfully, so hopefully they don't bring up the word shrine anymore on Potomac. I really want this to be put to bed. Thank God that's done. Uh, Ashley does a TikTok dance. I just think that's so funny. She's still doing that. I mean, she's our age, isn't she? If not younger. She might be a year younger. Have you ever seen those accounts where it's the people that film other people making TikToks and how, like, stupid and lonely they look? Like, that's all I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know those accounts. I need to go look for those. Okay. If we're talking, like, an actual dancer... And a musical artist who maybe is great at entertaining and performing. Okay. But we're talking about someone who, you know, served emu at some weird Australian restaurant first season, you know, was married to Michael Darby. Is still married to him. And, you know, has children. Like, it, it would be like me or you. And just all of a sudden, like, dancing around on TikTok for attention. I don't know. Her moves aren't terrible. I'll give her that. Like, you know, she's bopping around. It was just a... Uh... I don't know why I made a note of that. Her fashion sense will always trump whatever, like whatever she's doing, however great it is, she's always going to fuck it up with her outfit. Yeah. She had the cutest little, like, I'm so mad that she, I mean, I'm very anti big boobs these days. So <laughs> she totally ruined her frame with those big plastic boobs. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes little boobs look better. She, yeah, totally fit her frame, the smaller boobs. So, and she's just wearing the trashiest outfits. Like, like Christina Aguilera style dirty is like what came to mind when she's wearing that one that like wraps around the neck and like goes around the boobs. She's just wearing it about 20 years too late. Yeah, right. Even longer. Never came back in style, honey. (laughs) No. Um, yeah, so then we go to the dinner where they have this TMI conversation about spitting or swallowing. Don't need to know that level of intimacy in these women's bedrooms, especially now with Robin. Except for, yeah, exactly. Robin telling the ladies how to make their men happy is, like, laughable. Yeah, right. Uh, like, like a blind person being a driving instructor. Do not tell me how to <laughs> yeah. parallel park. Right. That's a very good analogy. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. 
And it's like the person who's blinding themselves. They can actually see, but they're just like covering their face up, you know, and they keep stabbing themselves in the eyes. Yeah. They're like wearing a blindfold just for fun, just because they don't feel like seeing anything. They broke up the first time for infidelity. Now they're together. He's doing the same damn thing. I No, she has no advice I want to hear. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought the first time that it was money issues. I don't think that helped. I think it caused a lot of stress. But I think, yeah, he definitely cheated. I kind of forget that Potomac's kind of been on for a while. Like, it's almost going to be like nine years yeah, or so. Yeah, long time. I got to say, Karen is like a fine wine. She just keeps getting better with age. I'm telling you. She makes me laugh so hard. I agree. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. She's delusional about some things. And like, she's definitely a liar about other things. But she's amazing entertainment. Somehow she, she pulls it off. She does. She pulls off liar very well. Yeah. <laughs> Like Miss Mrs. Pickle outfit. Yes, yes. We also at least have the ceasefire between Candace and Robin. Well, okay. The main ceasefire we need is Candace and Giselle, which I don't think we got that. We got Candace and Robin this time. And then I love how this art activity that Ashley sets up, like they don't even get to because of the attack on Robin that's happening. Ashley would. Everything Ashley does just sort of screams like, look at me. Yeah. Look, yeah. everybody, I'm special. <laughs> well, I'm going to paint my vagina. Check it out. I, like, come yeah. on, dude. All of those easels went to waste. Nobody I know. wanted to participate. <laughs> Just take the paint sets to your kids and, you know, let right. them draw yeah. like sunshine and rainbows. Just cut this out. I feel bad for the PA that will, like, need to go out and buy this stuff for them. Right. You know? <laughs> like... Yeah. What's the point? Like, we know that we just want to hear them interacting. We don't really care about these stupid activities. So then, yeah, Robin is standing up and basically, like, defending her actions from last year of, like, defending Juan, basically. And defending what he did or didn't do i mean i think that the the calling the woman who had from canada who had him pay for a hotel is the most egregious like how could you believe that man like that is the shadiest situation i've ever heard of that she will deny that something happened there yeah like what's the deal she hears herself right i know such a nice person that he felt like why did he why did she have your contact information anyway and why did you have if that's all it was why did you delete all of your messages yeah that's the that's another like smoking gun like why do you delete your messages every day and don't even have like contacts in your phone makes no sense that or it's all restaurants conveniently like pizza hut's calling you oh i don't know why pizza hut's (laughs) always calling me right oh my god not that i'm a cheater never been that never condoning that i'm just saying like Someone is texting me some very dirty pictures. <laughs> Burger King's telling me I can have it my way. I don't know. What else? Do you guys have more thoughts on the Robin? Because I feel like that was the main the main incident in this episode. Yeah, that was that was the main thing. And no, I'm really like I have no more thoughts about it. We're like just as burnt out on Robin and Juan as they are, I think. I'm extremely burnt out on them. Yeah, so then they go to the distillery. One group goes to the distillery, and then the boot shopping is another group. And both are boring. Yeah, both are boring. Um, Candace basically not answering questions about the lawsuit for Michael. There's a lot of just, you know, I, I, I don't know much more about this episode. It wasn't the best. It, it was, I mean, we really end with Robin crying in the back seat of that van, you know, saying this is like about Juan's getting, Juan getting fired for a Title IX violation. Which, okay, I made, my husband is a lawyer. I made him look yeah. up Juan's situation. So the judge actually dismissed Juan as a defendant on the case. However, the judge said if they wanted to, they could like reword it amend the complaint or something and bring it up again mm-hmm. but the, for the way it was it was dismissed and then nothing happened for a long time and then i read an article like in the boston newspaper or something like that or baltimore not boston so somebody said okay yeah he was dismissed but now he's been named again in a federal suit which i don't know if that's Whoa. true i tried to find it i didn't find it but that ain't good i wasn't gonna waste more of my husband's time on housewives like you wouldn't believe <laughs> i made him read like all this stuff with mauricio and the real estate back in the day which mauricio Ooh, i love that mauricio didn't do anything wrong 
Like so many people wanted him to go down, but that was not, he didn't do anything. We have our own legal expert. We've got an expert. Maybe we can bring him on sometime. Our in-house expert. We need to grill. (laughs) You have have in-house counsel. Yeah. It's our legal team. (laughs) Yep. Yep. We also have cybersecurity team. (laughs) Me. Yep. Also, so I, that, I mean, basically this episode ends with this Robin crying about the Title IX violation of Juan's, um, and that's kind of the end of the episode. Also, I forgot, Juan didn't get fired for all of this. I don't know that he got a Title IX violation. Who knows? That might be something with the school. Juan got fired because he's not a good coach and his team sucked. I don't think that the lawsuit helped, though. Um... It doesn't matter. It really had nothing to do with it. It's if I read stuff about it, I wish I could like speak to it more eloquently, but like I'm not a dude, so sports isn't my main thing. So anyway, I know Coppin State's not a good team. I mean, I definitely hate basketball with a passion. But. Somebody wrote a bunch of numbers down and his numbers were bad and they're like No, oh, okay. When it comes right down to it, his team was not good. So anyway, I'm not a Juan supporter by any means, but I'm also not all about like roasting someone for something that didn't right. happen. Right. An accusation like he technically is considered by the courts innocent. Right Right now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I watched Watch What Happens Live after Potomac and currently Mia and Gordon are separated. I saw that. And she- they are not living together, and she is dating someone and committed to someone who gave her a huge diamond ring. Okay. Where the hell are these women finding these men? And how do they keep, like, how do they, how, how, how? What am I not understanding here? She puts herself out there in a particular particular way, you know. Well, look who she was married to, you know. Who's to say the next one isn't the, exactly the same, but with, you know. A, yeah. A good- I'd love to see a picture of this. True. I'm speaking before I've seen a photo. (laughs) But yes, she's apparently already promised to someone else before even being divorced. Huh. Aye, aye, aye. Those poor kids. So what is the deal like in... Because Potomac is Maryland, right? Yeah. Like here, it's like they do like the DMV, which is like DC, Maryland, Virginia. So, do you have to be separated for a year before you file for divorce? Isn't that the thing with Ashley and Michael? Michigan, six months. I don't know about over here. Oh, were you were were you not divorced over here, over there? Yeah, I got divorced in Michigan. It's definitely not a thing in New York. It's not. No. Like you don't have to be separated for a year. Yeah. No. No. Gotcha. Yeah, like if you want to be, like you can do the legal separation. I thought that was a thing with Michael and Ashley. I like I remember her talking about it on an episode, which is why I bring it up. So it says for like this is just off Google, whatever, like top thing. Um, Virginia law allows for no fault divorce on the grounds of a living separate and apart, quote unquote, for one year, or living separate and apart for six months with a agreement in place and no minor children. So oh, because they have the children, they had to wait a year. Yeah, so they so that is the thing. She wasn't lying. Ashley wasn't lying about one thing. We got her on one. Tell them the one truth. For Ashley. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that they're getting a divorce, so I agree, honestly, which is sad that she's gonna be tied. You're talking about Ashley and Michael, right? Yeah. No, he's a snake, but I don't think she even cares, so I think she just wants his money. That's so clear. Well, she wants to secure her spot in the show. You know, I think we talked about this before when he was like basically sexually harassing, you know, members of production. Anyway, that's a dead horse I like to beat. But but also like, well, because she did date Luke from Summer House, which I guess Michael was okay with, with them being divorced or separated. They've always had like an agreement though, right? I know. And like they, she never admitted to it, right? Like an open. Remember when he, that picture came out of him after the strip club or something. She did not seem all too upset. She seemed more annoyed with him for getting, for that picture leaking. Annoyed for embarrassing her. I think that goes on a lot more in these housewives marriages than they admit i think so too it took me a long time to figure that out but it's like oh that's what they mean when they (laughs) say like you're selling your soul for money yeah yeah and in situations like that anyway so anything else on these wonderful gals 
in Potomac or the rest of the wonderful world of Bravo? I don't think so. Not right now. We'll have another episode coming out pretty soon. Um, Because this is just the first part of the week. So there's more coming. We got content overload. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.